Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. them out all of them welcome to order 66 of the kaiju cast episode 66 of the kaiju cast a bi-monthly podcast 100 dedicated to godzilla and all of his rubber suited foes uh i am kyle and this is the september episode uh the daikaiju discussion episode for september 2012 where we're going to talk about mothra not generally mothra but mothra 3 or rebirth of mothra 3 as it probably would be called if it was ever going to get a legitimate release here in the states i am going to be quite honest with you i'm not in a super great mood tonight so um after this next request i'm going to play some music that i want to hear something that's going to cheer me up and make me want to talk a little bit more about godzilla more than i always do but we're going to go ahead and start off things with a request from Janie for the super x theme from godzilla 1985 
地球僕たちの星宇宙僕たちの世界未来僕たちの明日みんな僕たちのもの「宇宙僕たちの世界」「未来僕たちの明日みんな僕たちのもの」Man, that did put me in a much better mood. So let's,、uh, let's review, shall we? So I did start things off. I didn't start off with the Super X theme necessarily. I started off with the track called Super X from Guns N' Roses 1985 by、uh, the artist, the、uh, composer's name is Rajiro Kuroku. And then I followed that up with Gilala's Rock by Taku Izumi. And that is from the X from Outer Space. <clears throat> Listeners to the show will know that、uh, these, these are important because A, The、uh, Godzilla 1985 was like my first Godzilla movie ever. So I feel a very strong connection to、uh, Kuroku's music. It's just, it's kind of, it's almost, I don't want to say it's more symbolic of Godzilla than a Fukube's theme. It's definitely not, but it's definitely up there for me. 
Um, and then uh, the the last song that I played was from that group, which you probably have heard on the show before. And if you have not, even if you have, it is called the Buki Misha Weird Secret Society, and it's uh, from an album called Gokai no Chiku Bugin. And I have no idea if I'm saying that right. And it's basically the Monster Zero theme that they do a cappella, and it's pretty amazing stuff. And every time I hear it, I just I start to sing along. I go boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Anyway, I digress because once again, class, it is time for our Dai Kaiju discussions. Every month, the Kaiju cast will showcase one particular film from the giant monster landscape and task the listeners with submitting thoughts, questions, and reviews for the following episode. Sounds cool, huh? It is. Uh, thanks to an online tool, I've randomly assigned one movie to each month, solidifying that this show will keep going for a long, long time. And actually, uh, listener Andy Campbell, you should, uh, you should get this, man. This is a shout out to you, sir. He recently posted that we are halfway through the Daikaiju discussions. I think that even might have been like a couple of months ago. So I'm going to have to figure out something like what am I going to do after uh, we finish all of the movies in the discussion? I'm hoping that there, you know, it's at least in the schedule. I'm hoping that there will be more movies that come out between now and uh, the end of 2015. However, that's not what we're talking about tonight. This month we're talking, uh, we're talking, not talking, we are taking a look at the 1998 Mothra film, the third in the Heisei trilogy. Now, I think you'll hear me say 1999 in the discussion, so apologies for that up front. Uh, the movie was released in Japan on December 12th of 1998 and features the most monsters of any of these three movies. It features Mothra Leo, Grand King Ghidra, Lightspeed Mothra, Cretaceous Ghidra, three primitive Mothra larvae, Fairy Mothra, Garu Garu, and what can only make these more these movies more awesome, dinosaurs. Actually, so did that make this film more awesome? Let's find out. I was going to go home and nap. I am always, was, always was, glad that you bring Justin. Right? <laughs> he was like, so, I, so I'm going to drop you off, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to dumb the show down. <laughs> make it for the masses. Wham. Yeah, when I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, we were talking about Mothra, and um, no, I don't do. I don't have nothing to contribute to this. So I'm already recording, and that was Justin. <laughs> so Justin is here. It's been a while since he's hey. he's been here, and uh, Justin of the Going Last podcast, and of course, um, we also have Heather. Hello. And Cindy. Hello. And we just finished watching Mothra three. Um, you know, this is terrible. I know there's a subtitle for this movie, um, so I'm gonna look it up while it's while you guys. Squirtle, I choose you. <laughs> it's definitely not, <laughs> definitely not Squirtle. I choose you. It's weird because I know this. I know this movie. No, I don't want to rate the app. Um, I know this movie. I give it a. It's not available. Four. It's not available l- legally in in the United States, so we didn't get a ton of submissions. But you know, those people who like me you know, tend to acquire the movies before they're available uh, legitimately anyway. Those are the kind of people that, that submitted their homework this, this time. So This also means there wasn't a dubbed version, so uh, someone had to read all the subtitles to me. I don't know how to read. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, pretty much, that's pretty much pretty, pretty much what it is. It, I don't know if there is a subtitle to this. I'm looking Mothra online. Mothra 3 Electric Re- Boogaloo? Yeah. Mothra 3D. Oh, oh, Rebirth of Mothra 3D. Rebirth of Mothra is what the first two films were labeled as when they came to the States. 
but they're um this new one, I don't know. This the Mothra three. Let, well, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's get the segment of the show started, please. Yeah, this is. I don't know. I feel like this is sometimes <coughs> sometimes trying to do the structure on a movie like this is is kind of just you got to throw it out the window. But uh, so. Who's well, I'm seen relieved this to hear before? that because I slept through part of it, so yeah. I wasn't going to be able to follow any formula. <laughs> but you, anyway. but you worked today, right? I like to I kick did. little dragons. Yes. So. I did work today, so you have a great excuse. I did. I you also ply me with food and beer when I get here, and then set me down in front of subtitles. Which yeah, I gotta change that. I gotta change that. It's hard. Uh, it's it's like Heather. You've come from a long day of work. You've got straight off the train here. Have carbs and carbs and alcohol. I, I and think now we're gonna sit. change that to protein and caffeine it's yeah. not a bad I, I like those things too okay. i like all of those things so maybe work better for me <laughs> so there'll be roast beef and a mountain dew no it's gonna be more like <laughs> like pinto beans and uh, say, and, and <laughs> cold coffee right. <laughs> kyle's gonna be like i'm bad at protein <laughs> <laughs> terrible at protein so according to uh according to the internet uh, the subtitle of this was King Ghidra Attacks, Mothra oh. 3 King Ghidra Attacks, which is not electric a little, that a is little a bad disappointing. Title. A little disappointing. Yeah. Um, but who had seen this before? Uh, clearly, I have not. I, I are, Am I the only one? You saw it, Cindy. Okay. I have seen it. Yeah, so he's not, not wanting to admit it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to admit it either. You know who probably has seen it? Jeff. 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 I don't know if he has. What? <gasps> I don't know if Uh-oh. he has. However, however, Jeff... Cannot be here tonight because he was uh, busy being a good parent. And a lousy Mothra fan. A lousy, Aww. lousy Mothra fan. Well, he doesn't really like Mothra. It's all for show. <laughs> that would be <laughs> hilarious if it was all for show and he's just providing like sort of like the uh, the antagonist he, angle for the well, kaiju character. He's just, mem- <laughs> he's just memorized the Wikipedia page. He's never yes. seen a single Mothra movie. <laughs> Somebody has to like Mothra, right? <laughs> I, Yes. <laughs> Cindy's sitting right, right next to you, dude. Be careful. <laughs> she she has like guns and knives and stuff. Oh, really? She likes Mothra, and she likes Mothra. Oh, well, I'm, mm. less, I'm suddenly less intimidated. <laughs> I think, I think we could probably use a Mothra as like a throwing star. Definitely, <laughs> like a batarang. That's yeah, a, that's or okay. Got, it's 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 fluffy this, and small. This, it's fluffy and small and kind of weak. Mo- larval Mothra could just be used as a club. club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm an adult, so I'm safe. A squishy club. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. You're safe from King Ghidra. You're not safe from Mothra. Uh, well, Mothra is fluffy and... Okay, no, you're, I guess I... I no. <laughs> fluffy and soft. So what are we supposed to be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the movie. The, oh. The movie, Mothra 3. So, uh, bit, so I liked uh, how the evil sister kicked her... Uh, steampunk dragon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wearing platform boots. Yes. Off the rails. Yes. Okay. So let's actually rail it in. Uh, rain it in. <laughs> rain it in. Get it on, back on the I rails. Told you, I, t- I told you a thing I liked about the movie. You did. I'm following did. the formula. You did. I like Robo Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> The like, only what, one of us what, what that hasn't had anything oh, yeah. to drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, Cindy, Cindy, you saw this when it came out, or you saw this uh, shortly after there? Shortly after. Okay. And so this. And I haven't times... seen it since then. This okay, is only the yeah. second time I've seen it. <laughs> Same here. Same here. This is the second time I've seen the movie. I, I was not very impressed the first time I saw it. How about you? It was okay. I mean, it's obviously a kids' film. Yeah. Well, all three of these films are are definitely kids' films, and it's something that you know people 
I think everybody probably knows that when they go into into seeing them that these are not like serious business Godzilla movies. These are like straight up playing to children. Not uh adults are rarely competent people in these in these films and these three films and it's it's really all about like the kids. Yeah, the adults are background characters at best. Yeah, for sure. So uh and now moving to the two who hadn't seen it. <laughs> yes. So uh did you like it? Um <laughs> what the you parts saw that of you it. Saw. The parts that you saw. Uh I uh yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I it was a uh, it was not my favorite giant monster movie, but uh that's because I tend to not like the ones that are focused on on children. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to say this in this house, but you know, the Gamera movies haven't been my favorite because the ones that I've seen have been very, very much kids' movies. Really, you didn't like the Gamera movies that much? Eh, I mean, they were okay, but I liked the you know the Space Monkey uh, uh, Godzilla better. You know, Space Monkey Godzilla. <laughs> no, no, the one wherever whenever they beat up the the bad guys, they turned into monkeys. Oh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's one. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I like that one better because it was the weird sci-fi. See, at least this time the it made sense. The hilarious thing this is, is actually totally made how, sense. This like, is yeah. how he, th- but this is how he describes everything. It just happened to match up this one <laughs> right, time. Right, it was totally yeah. a fluke. <laughs> so there was that one movie with the monkeys and the hand grenades and bowling. Yeah. How do you like your job? <laughs> ah, I work with a bunch of space go- monkey Godzillas. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, this, this just happened to, happened to mesh. Um <laughs> So, so you're not a fan of the kids' movies, and that's that's okay, man. No. I mean, I I do love the Gamera films for what they are, but this is different for me. This is the Gamera films had already happened for me. Like this is when I became a, a giant monster fan, way after 1960s and early 70s, and so these films I got to see them when they came out, not in the theater, obviously, but on the bootleg, secondary, tertiary market, or whatever you want to call it, and not a single one of them was I like very impressed with. I think uh, the last one we watched was the first Mothra movie, uh, the first in the series, and I was more impressed with it on its second viewing than I was on the first. Well, I, I wouldn't say that about this one, though. Well, maybe maybe Gamera's more Pixar, where, uh, where Mothra <laughs> is DreamWorks. If you want to go there, <laughs> I'm not going to stop you, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't see the correlation. Heather, this is the first time. let's talk to you. Hey. So this is the uh, first time you'd seen this movie? Correct. Or how much of this movie did you actually get to watch, do you think? Was there monkeys? Uh, you know, I didn't I think. she think, missed those. I didn't think I fell asleep for that long. Uh, and I, I, I'm pretty positive that I didn't, but I think I fell asleep in that pivotal, pivotal moment where we went you know, back in time and cause I woke up and suddenly there were dinosaurs and, uh, amazing. And, and dinosaurs, amazing. That, no, I, 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 I totally love the dinosaurs. Actually. That was, that was pretty fantastic. Uh, but, and then Justin looks at me and he's like, so why are we? And, and I'm like, I don't know. He's like, what? I fell asleep. Like defensively. And I'm like, so did I shut up. <laughs> You're blowing our cover. <laughs> you guys are really good at whispering though. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Really. It's cause yeah. you were asleep too. Yeah. No, I no. I actually stayed awake through the whole thing. No, I <laughs> not like um, Gorath. No, no, I did no. stay awake through Gorath. I'm was, sorry. Yeah, but anyway, um, two 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 harsh movies in a row. Yeah, way to welcome <laughs> me back, Kyle. <laughs> 
you were just here recently. I don't know. When we watched <laughs> Gorath, yeah. No, no, Gorath was your was your welcome back. Right. This is your this is your don't forget how awesome this is. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No, I mean it was it, okay. It it was it. It was fun. It was it was cheesy. Mm-hmm. It was more um, fun than Gorath was. Definitely more fun than yeah. Gorath. It's not like uh, a serious movie. No, 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 know? no. And while I happen to love the Gamera films, um, I do completely understand where where Justin's coming from with the you know the the focused on the children thing because there's that. I don't know what it is exactly, and maybe maybe you guys can explain it to me that you know for the child to be to be adorable or funny. They have to yell really loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I just, and that just grates on me like nothing else. And so the one, the oldest kid mm-hmm. was, uh, what was his name? Um, Kyle's making that face where he starts with an S. Uh, Some, starts with an S. It is uh, Shoko. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No. no. Something um, like that. Shotaro? Shotaro? Is that what it is? But yes, but he, but he actually he actually was capable of delivering his lines in a in a fairly capable way and and you know I'm not saying he was a fantastic actor by any means but but he didn't make me want to hit him in the face with a hammer as right. opposed to most of the rest of the children who I kind of wanted to hit in the face with a hammer. Well, yes. So just uh, because I was already on Wikipedia, I yes. looked at the cast and all it all it <laughs> lists on the cast. Are Mole, Laura, and Belvira, and the school principal because he was in other Godzilla movies. Uh-huh. So, well, uh, Belvira was the uh, the best actress of the. Uh, she was the one who turned into a stone, right? No, no, no that was she, that was that was Mole. That was Mole. <laughs> oh well, she was my favorite, especially Belvira when, was the one that kicked her dragon. Especially when yes. she wasn't uh, when she was stone in the water. She did a really really good job acting then. You really believed that I, she I really, was made of some sort of hard crystal, crystalline yeah. material. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was impressed by that. She held that pose for so long, underwater, in fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, holding that level of CGI for that long is very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> who? Let's talk about things we liked in the in the film. Kicking the dragon. <laughs> you liked, you liked uh, the the garu garu abuse. <laughs> well, I liked I liked Garo Garo, and I thought it was funny that she kind of had to give him, you know, like a little jump start, kind, you know. As, yeah, yeah. Well, he's go. he's been through a lot in the past well, two movies yeah. before this. She, so she kind of did that to the uh, the fairy Mothra as well. She she kicked that thing whenever well, she hopped on it. Well, that's just because she's terrible. That uh, had nothing to do with <laughs> kickstarting it the, at all. The fairy Mothra was kind of terrible. I liked the fairy Mothra. It was adorable. Uh. You know, even on the IMDb, yep. there's no the the kids' names aren't nope. listed. So well, because they're not important. They're they, not, yeah, they killed the them kids all are after definitely the movie. not a, they're yeah. not important yeah. to the story of this yeah. film. No. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, uh, so you like that? I li- I liked the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the dinosaurs real quick. Like they were like hand puppets, right? They were hand or, puppets, yeah. or you know, little rubber hand puppets, or yep. little rubber mechanized. Puppets that they pulled along on a string, I think, yes. <laughs> like the Triceratops, and it just—it's even just so more such a bitter pill that I have to swallow when I watch a movie like this and go, "Oh, that's right, Triceratopses don't actually exist now." Right? Nope. They are just the uh, what the juvenile form of another dinosaur. It makes me angry. It makes me so angry. That was my favorite dinosaur. Your growing Triceratops up. is so juvenile. My Triceratops is so imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It's a, it's a good thing that three-headed 
flying dinosaur is real. Ah. Oh, wait, break this. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be awkward. Uh-oh. What? what? Now is the time in the show where we like to t- take a break while Justin cries. <laughs> this wasn't a documentary. Yeah. So what did uh, what did you like, Justin? Uh, I liked Robo Mothra. <laughs> Robo Mothra. Okay. So because uh, he sounded like a power drill. Yeah. What is the name of that movie that I was talking about with Robo Shaquille? No, Shaquille O'Neal. Steel. Steel. Is that Steel? Is that I what think it's called? Yeah. Steel. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to bring up Condor Man and I with a Robo Shack because no, I've never seen gonna, the other one. I was going to wait to bring up Condor oh. Man. I haven't seen the the Shaquille O'Neal movie, but all I I saw a picture of him recently, and I was like, oh, that's right, Shaq was in that movie, and like it's basically like he wears this metal Wasn't helmet. That em- Emerald City Comic Con tweeted that tweeted a picture of it. Is that what that, that was? I think that was <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. Well, they were like, "What's the worst superhero movie?" Yes, and that was, it. I think, what it, it, came up. Yeah, no, yeah it, from everyone. It got like. Five stars out of six thousand. So, <laughs> good lord! <laughs> I don't know who who does a six thousand six thousand star well, review. Well, well, they had to figure out some way to uh, to to show how bad it was. So they had to extend the star chart on Rotten, on rotten Tomatoes. They didn't even give it Rotten Tomatoes. They just gave it tomato seeds and set right. them on fire. Yeah, well, flaming <laughs> tomato seeds. They, they couldn't find figure out how to do point zero 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 four percent. So that's what that's what Armor Mothra reminds me of. Yeah. Armored Mothra, and then when Mothra, when Mothra, uh, when Armored Mothra took off, I for whatever reason said, said, "Oh my God, it's like Condor Man!" And everyone in the room got real quiet for a minute, and I'm like, "Condor Man?" That was Mike, a really bad movie. Michael Crawford, and everyone's still looking at me funny, and I'm going, "Mike, Michael Crawford, that's that's his name, right?" Michael, Michael. Crawford. See, that's right. I remember <laughs> Condor Man. I remember seeing it when I was a kid, but man, Mike. Crawford does not ring a bell at all to she me. She does this all the time. It's uh, stupid. What? So, <laughs> my, so my sister Flying had fist in three and two, and two one. Fortunately, she didn't. Uh, you know, fortunately for me, I suppose, or for her, maybe I don't know. Uh, she doesn't listen to the show uh, because then she would be probably mortified at me saying that she had a huge crush on Michael Crawford oh. when we were younger because she's oh, a huge fan of fan of the opera and yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 and he did the thing. And so then she liked to completely deny that Condor Man ever existed and that we had ever watched it as children because, you know, she was so above that. Michael Crawford was totally above that and he would never do such a thing. And so I bought it for her for her birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Are you going to get her the extended DVD? God, I hope or so. Or the Blu-ray? I hope oh. so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or whatever's next. Yes. Although I say we need to put that we need to put that on the uh, on the the viewing list, not obviously for the Kaiju cast cuz I, uh, I don't for, think just for fun. Just for giggles. The, the yeah. Just for kicks. Yeah. For just for Yeah, okay. Just for wicked 80s uh, car chases. Right on. Yeah. Right on. What else did you like, Justin? Uh, <laughs> did I already say Robomaka? <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked I like the Condor Man reference. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, I liked uh, I liked the Goth Girl. That's Belvera. Yeah, Belvera. she she shopped at Hot Topic, while the other two shopped at Forever Twenty One. All right. She had yeah. a giant zipper on the back of her dress. Did you see that thing? Yeah, it was I like the size of her too. forearm. Oh, I did not see that. No, it was yes. huge. Like the back of her dress up the spine was yeah. was you know huh, like crazy like several inches on either side worth of zipper. And the I'm I'm making I'm I'm I apologize to you radio listeners I'm making hand gestures again. It's, uh, it's an audio podcast. It's, Nobody yeah. needs to know what we're doing. Yeah, uh, but nah. but no, the zipper on the back of the dress. The the I have a Godzilla figure was, like, this the size big, of her, you guys. Yeah, Whoa! <laughs> well, I really liked when she took that thing forearm. that was kind size of shaped of like this. Size of a forearm. Uh, I, I I did like the growing sword because 
it was reminiscent of so many 80s cartoons. Oh, man. I had really wanted to yell, <laughs> by the power of Grayskull, I have the power well, when that <laughs> thing started forming together. And we were going, thunder. Thunder. Oh, nice. Thundercats. Yeah. Just really slowly. Like, yes. <laughs> for one for each scene. Right. Thunder. Psst, thunder. <laughs> I'll get back to you in like 10 minutes. Uh, and so, Cindy, what did you like about the film? Uh, the various forms of Mothra. If Voltron wasn't in it. So, so <laughs> it's not my turn anymore. <laughs> it's not your turn anymore. No, no, actually, Voltron was in it. You slept through that part, Justin. No! <laughs> uh, yeah. We didn't want to wake you up. You don't you remember so the Go Lions <laughs> forming together? To, the, King uh, Ghidra trashed them. I'm go- right. What? This, yeah, no. I hate this movie. <laughs> That's, they they <laughs> were the ones who helped Mothra get to the past. Oh. And I, when I hate, they got there, they got trashed by Ghidra. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, you missed out, man. Such oh, a great part. I'm yeah. never coming over again. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> back to you, Cindy. You said uh, uh, that you, what was your favorite part again? Uh, the different forms of Mothra. And also I found the the costumes that the the Cosmos were wearing were interesting because they seem to get more complicated with every movie. These are the most, oh, yeah. I mean, compared to the last two. For films, sure. Yeah. For sure. The Cosmos were the three people. The, yes. three, the three twins. The twins. Yes. The, the, the three, three twins. twins. The three, three twins. twins. I still, I still am not sure, like what the, what the mythos is for the series. If it's like they are triplets or if they are she twins and a sister. She's clearly the better older sister. You think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. It does make sense. I don't have an older sister, so you know, I'm not. She's really all, happy. she's all angry because no matter what, they're younger. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> and and they got all the attention as kids. So right. yeah. Well, she was an only child until they came along. I don't even know how they came along no, they seem to be well, the only well, people in there when a mothra loves a when a mommy fairy and a that. daddy fairy man no. <laughs> so so i yeah i don't know their costumes were definitely um definitely more elaborate this time they the, they all show up and they're wearing these crazy crown things yeah. they look mm-hmm. like they were ready for the prom the little tiny prom because <laughs> <laughs> there's only three tiny people so they can right. have a prom whenever they want yeah, yeah but they who's gonna ask them uh, yeah, well it's a sad sad prom well that's why the prom never happens and they just keep wearing those outfits oh wait it's just fairy mothra is <laughs> oh, the one who asked fairy. them he's yeah. the he's the catch oh, yeah. he's the and then the, the 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 unpopular girl gets the robo uh robo fairy mothra <laughs> <laughs> Robo fairy Mothra. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will say that the the thing I liked most about this movie is is King Ghidra's design itself. Like the actual like if if someone had shown me the drawing of King Ghidra in this movie, I would have been like, "Whoa, that is awesome! I really, really want to see that uh, in real life." Unfortunately, the He's suit real? the suit was. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank you. Whoa! Thank what? you for bursting my bubble, Heather Brask. <laughs> no, unfortunately, the the suit that they made was just really bulky. Yes, I cannot imagine what it was. I mean, like we've talked about the the original Ghidra and how uh, how the suit actor inside of the original Ghidra must have been terrified because they had him up on wires and they were basically all the guy in the suit is doing is moving the legs. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, I don't even think he's moving the wings with his arms. I think he's literally just like arms bound into himself and like basically just his legs. running forward screaming. Yeah. Is all, yeah. In, yeah. In a massive suit. Now, what you guys might not know is like the smog monster suit. We found out recently during the commentary that that was a 300 pound suit. 
Oh. So I would imagine that this thing is even more like the yeah. the Grand King Ghidra, which is the I would name think it of would this. Have to be, yeah. This is like crazy huge suit, and uh, and the suit actor actually to drop a little bit of knowledge in this uh, sea of goofiness that we're dealing with here is that uh, the suit actor. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody really, but the suit actor is uh, Tom Kitagawa, who goes on to play Godzilla in the Millennium series yeah. uh, a year later. Nice. Mm. So he apparently millennium, millennium. Was he was, was he, he ap- still a fatty whenever he uh, <laughs> whenever he got in the Godzilla suit? No, I doubt stretched it. Stretched that thing out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think that that suit was almost entirely like just foam latex. Like if you look at the original Ghidra's necks, like those things are bobbing around mm-hmm. like crazy because it's essentially like an Amer- like a marionette. Uh-huh. And this one, I know it's the same deal where they have you know basically wires controlling the heads. But I have a feeling that the reason he was so stiff is because the the, the material that they made the suit of is uh, just really not very very giving when it comes mm-hmm. to movement, and so that's what I was not impressed with the final look of King Ghidra. I thought he design wise amazing looking, and the monster designs in general, even though I find space time water traveling mothra ridiculous and and, uh still it's really cool i mean imagine if somebody came to you and said hey we want you to take mothra's design and turn it into an underwater thing you know that's a cool challenge i would put a mask on it and a snorkel I don't think you would get hired for that. (laughs) Good thinking. Good thinking. Well, I mean, simplest solution is clearly the best. Yeah, and then and then the going back in time and seeing the Cretaceous King Ghidra was just technically the the term for that. Uh, The smaller, still ass kicking King Ghidra. Yes. And uh, and the and of course the the Cretaceous little Mothra larvas. I thought those things looked really cool. I like those too. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I do love. I love Mothra's uh, glitter attacks. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm gonna Mothra's hit you with glitter. Mothra, Mothra, uh, Mothra's uh, glitter glitter bombs are are awesome. Oh, the bombs yeah. that like put up yeah. a puff of smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were those were cool. I don't think I've ever seen that in another movie. Well, yeah. Mothra seems to always attack with glitter in one yeah. way, shape, or form. Right, but this right. Had, just right. straight up glitter. Yeah, just straight yes. up glitter. And this had both glitter and like smoke bombs and 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 things which which yeah. were fantastic but. i would imagine it would be like glitter infused with magnesium or something <laughs> like that i don't know anything about fire you guys but or I, glitter come well, on. here let me tell yeah. you please yeah, how uh, did they do that probably with matches but i still i with with king Ghidra, i i uh i do with what you're saying about the suit and and that i i totally get that but i I mean, and I commented through that it still weirds me out that Ghidra doesn't have arms because for some reason oh, I just right, yeah. always picture little, you know, sort of T-Rex arms, arms or something in there. And don't ask me why T-Rex arms would make me feel more comfortable about King it's Ghidra a, not just toppling thing. over, but 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 little T-Rex arms just yeah. seem like they should. Because yeah. every time he's running, I just, not only do I fear for the creature, I feel fear for the man inside. It's just, it just looks horrifying. I think we we maybe focus on the man inside the suit <laughs> quite a, quite a bit on this podcast. Maybe yes. maybe too much, not too much in a bad way, but you know, it's like one of those things for me where I uh, I love the suspension of disbelief, yes. and I love to to think of these monsters as real. 
Which is uh, why I think King Ghidra would have arms. Like I said, I fear for both the monster and the man inside because I just think I think of it first as, oh my gosh, if King Ghidra falls over, Boedi's going to just catch himself on his face, right. on one of his faces or all of his faces. Well, That's the only way he can catch himself. Originally, right. he did have arms, and then he just evolved his hands into vicious heads of <laughs> That's why destruction. You need to you need to see that first Mothra movie so you can see Death Ghidra because Death Ghidra is gorgeous and doesn't have that problem. Right, but. That's not Death Ghidra. Death no. Ghidra doesn't have the history that uh, King Gugidra has. And so that's why we're getting King Ghidra in yet another film. King yeah. Ghidra and Mothra in like yet King another Ghidra. film. Don't get me wrong. I I absolutely love King Ghidra as a villain. And I, I, I think that in uh, the grand scheme of things, he's definitely like the toughest villain any monster has had to fight in any movie. Because... If you think about it, in terms of the history of King Ghidra, no one, no one monster can ever beat him. He's always, it's always got to be like a tag team uh, effort, except maybe in this film, which is a little. I don't even know. There's still weird tag team thing going on with the with the cosmos helping out and with the or the. Elias helping out, and uh, it's more like six v one because you know you have three fairies, you have little fairy. Mothra and Robo Fairy Mothra and and Mothra Mothra and Ro- Big Robo Mothra. It's like forty of them versus King yeah. Ghidra and all the dinosaurs. And the dinosaurs. Right. And oh, the, and don't forget the the prehistoric Mothra larvae. And there were yeah, three the of them. And yep, yep. See, see, see. too many. And, too many. Uh, the, okay, the children. I wish I could forget the children, but they were there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it's King Ghidra's a tough guy, man, and you gotta. Somebody's got to take him down. Unfortunately, and it's it's uh, they chose they chose Mothra and 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 company to take mm-hmm. King Ghidra down in this one. Ah, uh, so who wants to talk about what they didn't like? The children. Yeah, I was on that quick. It's too bad Justin doesn't want to say anything. It's, you know, <laughs> if, uh, He's so there quiet. Wasn't, there wasn't anything. There wasn't no. anything that you didn't like. <laughs> no, hear me. Yeah, I I, I will say that it's. Um, this was this was a very awkward era for green screen and CGI, not you know just. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's for for, for the Japanese. Actually, for just for Toho. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. I can't say just for Toho, <clears throat> but for Toho, this this came out in '99. It actually came out around the same time as Gamera Three and Jurassic Park. Who has seen the Gamera movies in here? You have, right, Cindy? Yes. Okay. See, nobody can see you which smile ones? smugly to yourself. <laughs> Wait, which ones? Which ones? Uh, Gamera is the <clears throat> Turtle. Gamera 1, 2, and 3 are the ones that came out in 95, 96, and 99. And um, they have updated special effects. 97? 95, yeah. 96, or 97, or 99. Anyway, uh, Gamera, like updated special effects. They have CGI in them. They're not perfect CGI, mm-hmm. but they get incrementally better, better and better. Yeah. And so the third film... Um, I don't think you guys have seen them. You need to come over and watch them because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I have them on the Blu-ray. Oh. Yes. So uh, having said that, the Dae was the company that was making the Gamera films at the time. Mm-hmm. The same time this movie is being made by Toho, the CGI effects, the computer 
anything computer and composite and green screen looks like so much better than these movies do. Um, I had a huge problem with the compositing here where mm-hmm. you, uh, like, especially like just, there's a scene where King Ghidra's maybe feet and tail, like go in front of the, in front of the screen and you see like the trees of the forest in the background. And then Barry Mothra and the twins come flying up and it just looks very, yes, we're moving this static thing on the screen yeah. and it just looks really bad. Really I, bad. I I'm not going to sleep into that. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't miss no, anything. So I mean, that I'd say is, there was a, there was a couple little like tiny nitpicky things that I that I had with with the effects like the uh, at the very beginning when when the what what was it that actually landed in the forest? It was the, oh uh, the yeah egg. yeah the sort of like egg thing egg. yeah. So when we when we Which had I do it, want to talk about that actually when but... we had it land and then we show the explosion and Stork. they sh- and they show us you know the damage that it's doing to the forest. And it's like the the blowback from it is like snapping the trees, right? But they couldn't snap all the trees at the same time. So only so like it was three like, or four of so, them. So yeah. Well, yeah, it yeah. was like this one, and then this one goes, yeah. and then this one over here, and it's like, really, guys, you couldn't have even just. Which is weird them for all? that because you'd think that they'd have snapped of, one and then just played it over and over again or yeah. something, or yeah, or just you know like had seventeen guys on you know. With wires, wires attached to these little trees, and, and just, just go, go one, two, three, huh, pull. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, so that, so I, that I can't make any me. excuses for for the effects at all. <clears throat> I, trees are really big. You'll need more than seventeen guys to pull down one. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, these things are shot in miniature. Well, they should use bigger cameras. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It has been a long time since Justin has been on this podcast. <laughs> and Kyle um, is remembering why. <laughs> Flashing back to the the live show at Wonder Northwest. Uh, anyway, the, uh, so yeah, the effects are like, I wish they were uneven. I wish you could use the term uneven. They're just really not very good. Mm-mm. And it's, I think it's because they say, eh, it's for kids. Right. You know, and they don't put together, they don't put forth that effort that we are used to seeing in, mm-hmm. in the monster movies that I, especially the ones that I'm like, dude, I can't wait for you guys to see this movie. Right. You know, um, and, uh, you know, the the trees, the, the, I said, oh, right. I wanted to talk yeah, about the, say, the, so egg the, the egg thing. thing. Mm-hmm. So in the uh, 1965 uh, movie, which is called, Ghidra the three-headed monster. Um, Ghidra comes to Earth in a giant asteroid-like egg thing, and it lands in the forest and uh, sort of does the same thing. So when I was watching this movie, again, this is the the second time ever that I've seen Mothra 3, um, I kind of forgot how things went. And I was really hoping that that was going to be where Ghidra hatched from Mm -hmm. as opposed to it turning into like the prison for the children. Yeah. Right. Well, with the gummy worms that come out of it. Well, (laughs) then there was that black goo that suddenly spewed everywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. So actually just last thing I want to say about terrible effects. Yes. When the kid throws the soccer ball at the wall and it, it like explodes 
it, melts. It, it kind of melted and then it It was like a little yeah. weird. It was that was like maybe the worst CGI I've ever seen in an actual movie that went to theaters. As well, opposed to the yeah. children being sucked up and the, you know, pixelated forms yeah. that they turned into. I think that I think, think that when the soccer ball, ball Yeah, because it was like when it hit the wall, it was like somebody said, um, make some sprites that look like black rice well, and just <laughs> yeah. little, like little if deep. martin was here i think he would have been like what the hell is this right. you know if martin was here it's a good thing that we don't keep the mics on in front of us while we exactly while we right. watch that right. it wasn't yeah. commentary little do you know they kicked a hundred soccer balls at that weird membrane to get that effect so <laughs> i don't think that's true <laughs> no a hundred uh what uh wait where were we who who did who did not say what they didn't like yet cindy cindy Cindy. what didn't you like about this movie besides the children besides the children besides the bad effects. okay yeah we can't even say uneven effects um and i the poop i wasn't even thinking of comparing it to gamma until you brought it up kyle hey man it's it's a free country i can say what i want yeah but no, you're right. Um, your the Gamma podcast. films are... Right, that's what I meant. I meant yeah. it's my podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Gamma, the Gamma films are so much better for the time period. I'd prefer you compare um, it to My Little Pony, please. <laughs> yeah, he just said no. <laughs> I've been hanging out with Shads too much. Yeah. Thanks, Shads. <laughs> now, and this one follows directly after the second one where we were talking about the second one before that the Mothra in the second one is male correct yes right because that's leo mothra yeah did you notice that um we're watching the subtitle version the subtitles they went back and forth calling mothra he yeah and and sometimes they refer to mothra as she and i'm like okay pick one this is this is you know in it's a it's a bootleg you know we're not watching a legitimate thing that's got you know someone has prehistoric times were freaky yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, Mothra. It's like the the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Right. Mothra switches to whatever he or she needs to be at the time. How no. do you think we got Mothra larva at the end? Yeah, <laughs> we should totally dub this. I mean, nobody else has done it, right? Oh, dub this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and write the script for that. Yeah, yeah. I'd well, say yeah. we have enough voice actors right here <laughs> yeah. to do the whole thing. Yeah. So. I'm sure. I want to do the voice of the goth girl. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Good Lord, Kyle, wrap it up. <laughs> final thoughts. Unless you have anything else to say that you didn't like about the movie. We can go to final thoughts. Okay, final thoughts. Like final it. thoughts, Cindy. It's still, it, I still like seeing it. I mean, this is only the second time I've seen it. I still find it enjoyable. Yes, it's still a kid's film. It has a lot of flaws, but it has some good bits. All right. How about you, Justin? Um, I like Ghidra. I, 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 this, this was not my favorite, and uh, I, I don't feel bad about falling asleep during it. Uh, you know, and it's not just the children. I, I, I don't think, I don't know. I wrong, may, maybe, maybe the wrong time period. Maybe the wrong me. time period for me. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't like Mothra. Mothra doesn't seem that exciting to me, and I know uh, Jeff will beat me for this later. <laughs> and Cindy will beat you for it now. For it now, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Even in the other movie that we saw, the Godzilla movie with Mothra, I was kind of like, oh, Mothra. You know, it's fine. It's fine monster, but it's not my favorite. It doesn't stand out for me, the the, the glitter or anything. But uh, I did kind of like Robo Mothra. 
Not the well, I like the little one, Goa Goa or whatever. I'm Get, gonna change his name every time. Garu Garu. Garu Garu is the name of the little dragon. Who yeah, is he, not a Mothra. He, he was, he, well, he was a Mothra until she ripped off his wings and turned him into a dragon because she's a scary goth chick. No. <laughs> no. 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 Did, no. Did, did you not read the recently edited wiki page? <laughs> Justin's getting his phone out. Which, uh, which is being edited as hey, we, as hey, we Heather. record this. Hey, Kyle. Hey, wh- <laughs> what are your final thoughts, Heather? Um... I like cheese. I also Heather. like cheese. <laughs> uh, uh, no, you know, uh, it was it was kind of bad, but I'd st- still maybe show it to someone because I'm mean. <laughs> no, it yeah. was it was. I mean, it was fun. It was fun, and if I hadn't, you know, what we talked about with the work and the beer and the food things, like I. I probably would have liked to have sat and and laughed more at it, which is still one of my, you know, I I I love so much about so many of these movies, but but a good part of what there is to love is what there is to make fun of. True. So, true. So I I I do enjoy that, and I did enjoy that about this, and it does come from you know a terribly awkward time in all of our lives so there's that to look back and reflect on but the 90s um, were awesome 90s were super awesome uh <laughs> but it's almost uh, the odds right yeah so uh yeah no it was uh it it, it was better than goreth that's okay. my final thought <laughs> all, right. all right there I you agree. go it was that's better a, than goreth that's a pretty good final thought actually that's a pretty <laughs> succinct way to wrap that up for you uh, I will say, as far as my th- final thoughts go on this film, uh, Mothra Three is mm, it's hard to it's hard to decide if it's the if it uh, if it's worse or better than Mothra Two. Um, I really really disliked both of those films uh, for for its entertainment value alone. However, I do find in both of those films things to enjoy, uh, even if it's making fun of them. I guess I like this one better because of the King Ghidra design. And and that's unfortunately not saying very much, but it is what it is. I would uh, absolutely never choose to show this to a, to someone as, as far as a, Hey, I'm not finished. Let me finish. <laughs> as far as like an introduction to the Kaiju oh, genre. Well, no. And uh, however, uh, if, if someone ever was like, Hey, I hear there's a Mothra trilogy. Uh, I want to see the worst one. I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> this is it. I, I'm not going to say it's the worst monster movie I've ever seen, but it is uh, It is definitely a kid's monster movie. And uh, while it's technically better than some of the older Gamera films, technically uh, it is, it's still just kind of a lackluster attempt at, at a film. And that when you compare it to the Gamera series, there's just... There's no comparison for, you know. Right. Now I want to watch camera. Okay. All right. Palette cleanser. Uh, no. You guys are going to have to leave. Okay. <laughs> it's Aww. late. That's it. I'm out. Uh, we did get some submissions. So here's how those went. So again, apologies for the date switcheroo uh, in that discussion. I am not perfect, clearly. Michael Keller writes in to say, Rebirth of Mothra 3 is easily the best of the three Rebirth of Mothra films but that could be damning with faint praise. In fact, Michael wishes all three of these movies were people so he could punch them out. They're vapid, soulless, and boring. Whoever knew giant monsters could be so boring? There's no rhyme or reason to the thousands of ray beam weapons that Mothra possesses. 
he slash she slash it just seems to randomly manifest them on a whim. Mother has always been somewhat of a mysterious and mystical kaiju, but these movies are firmly set in the realm of fantasy rather than science fiction. The Elias are less like the Shobijin of uh, Shobojin, excuse me, of old and more like Sailor Moon rejects. Aww, that's mean. Just kidding. Uh, I agree. Each of these movies looks like something the Disney Channel concocted. He's always half expecting to see Miley Cyrus or Demi Lovato turn up. Very happy that I don't know who that is. Uh, there's no reason for Belvera to turn good this time around. If she was okay with unleashing Death Ghidra and Degarla on the world, what is her problem with King Ghidra? Maybe she's just burned that he was doing everything without her help. Speaking of, what did Ghidra need the children for? Why children? That was never elaborated on. Lots and lots of bad CGI were in this film, too. And did Michael miss something in translation? Because it looked like Shota was staying home from school simply because he didn't feel like it. Or he didn't like it. That's what he's saying. He didn't like it. Uh, Wow. That excuse wouldn't have gotten far with his parents, with Michael's parents. Uh, He's seen a dubbed version of this on the big screen and just watched a subtitled version online. The dubbed version suggests that King Ghidra killed all of the dinosaurs. The subtitles claim that uh, he only killed half of them. He doesn't know which is more accurate, but suggesting that he only killed half would clear things up continuity-wise, like we're worried about that, right, everybody? Um, Continuity-wise with Rebirth of Mothra 1, where it suggested that Death Ghidra killed the dinosaurs. As far as those dinosaurs, oy vey. Man, let me tell you how long I've waited to say oy vey on the podcast. And actually, maybe I have said that before. We've watched some pretty uh, pretty rough films. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, does he really need to say anything? That's funny. Um, King Ghidra is Michael's favorite Toho monster apart from Godzilla. But he, didn't, he doesn't think that he's been done right since the 1960s. The 91 Ghidra had necks that were too long and had kinks in them. Uh, Death Ghidra... Didn't do anything for him. GMK Ghidra was too small and had the big feet hanging down when he flew. Kaiser Ghidra looked like a pantomime horse. Agree. Uh, The Ghidra in this film had wings that were too small. And none of these Ghidras had his signature bell voice. Was there anything he liked? Apart from the wings and a few shots where it looked like his tails were coming out of the middle of his back, Ghidra looked cool most of the time. While ridiculous, it was still slightly less believable than the other two, and that is seriously all he can think of. Maybe Michael should rethink naming this the best of the three. Jamie could not get a copy of this film, so he had to rely on his memories both of the time he downloaded it, as well as when he watched the film in Japan. Wow, what a movie. Jamie swears, while they were trying to keep some seriousness with Godzilla, or some sort of structure, they just decided to go all out with Mothra 3. Heck, they even, they just went and brought in King Ghidra instead of making a new villain. It has this zany kind of logic that works if you think about it, but in this insane 70s DC comics superhero logic kind of way. Mothra lost one of the twins, uh, like the Shobujin. Her power is halved and unable to fight King Ghidra head on. Well, you know, let's go back in time to the past when Ghidra's not as strong and the chances are better. It's, it makes sense, but it's such an over-the-top way of solving the problem that he couldn't help but love it nonetheless. The battle in the past was still intense, and it was still painful to see Mothra get beat up, her wings torn and tossed around. Her solution to defeating Ghidra was as inspired and over-the-top as going back in time. 
toss him into a volcano. Jamie didn't quite understand the point of the magic swords that Belvedere was going after, although her attacks reminded him of Link's magic sword blast from the SNES game, and he totally went on, uh, he totally wants a ride on her mechanical dragon thingy, which we know as Garu Garu, or Garu Garu 3, maybe? I'm not sure. I can't remember if they were actually named. Anyway, I digress. Overall, Jamie loved this film. It's so joyously over-the-top insane with what it does that the time travel and the fighting and everything... Uh, but he'd honestly wait to show this to someone who has some experience with Godzilla films instead of a newcomer. Robert had always wondered why he could not find Rebirth of Mothra 3 anywhere, and for a long time he yearned to see how the trilogy wrapped up. But when he finally taped a late-night showing of the film on Sci-Fi Channel, that yearning transformed into wretched disappointment. The acting is bad, the kids in this movie are stony-faced and boring, the effects are bad, especially when the children are taken. Plus, the plot makes very little sense. Belvera, who is once the villain, has previously unleashed Death Ghidra and now for some good reason, is now good for some reason, uh, and helps them fight the real Ghidra. When Mothra defeats Ghidra in the past, why does Ghidra not vanish before the story has taken place? And why does he suddenly reappear just because some of his tales survived? He would either vanish before the story takes place, or else he would not disappear at all, and destroy all life on Earth. Robert wishes Mothra would go back in time and erase this travesty of a kaiju film from the timeline instead. Um, so, uh, I was talking with the lady this past week and have realized that I don't really have um, a very strong opinion of many time travel stories. Uh, I love Doctor Who, don't get me wrong, but um, this whole time travel stuff and monsters, like, uh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves with it's it's my major pet peeve with um, Godzilla versus King Ghidra. And I don't really understand why some people like it, because to me, Godzilla versus King Ghidra is one of the worst of the Heisei era. Now, having said that, it's got some cool stuff in it. It's got a really big, giant King Ghidra and it's got Mecha King Ghidra um, and Mecha King Ghidra looks really awesome. So I can't fault it just for that. But uh, honestly, the time travel story alone really turns me off. I should probably get back to it. Ben has to say that overall, he doesn't like the Heisei Mothra movies, but he does like this movie. Mothra 3 is more giant monster and less irritating children. Overall, the story is pretty basic and unimportant, but he loved the suit work and that we get to see multiple Mothra suits as well as two different King Ghidras. He also liked that the stakes were pretty high with Ghidra as the main bad guy. Overall, he would not make this the first movie to show someone, but he would show it to them later. Just not the first two. Danny doesn't understand why so many kaiju fans dislike the Mothra trilogy. Sure, they are, a, uh, they are quite a bit more lighthearted and perhaps sillier than your average monster flick, but that doesn't make them bad films. He can honestly say that the Rebirth of Mothra trilogy contains three of his favorite kaiju films ever, and Rebirth of Mothra 3 just might be the best of the trilogy. Produced in 1998, an auspicious year for G-fans to be sure, it's nice to see Toho still creating kaiju magic the old-fashioned way. The special effects are outstanding, save for perhaps the comic relief T-Rex and Triceratops puppets, and the creatures are well-designed and well-executed. Mothra Leo sports a sleek new design and amazing three new forms, all of which look amazing. King Ghidra gets a makeover too, and Danny especially liked the dinosaurian traits that Cretaceous King Ghidra possessed. Grand King Ghidra is truly a sight to behold, and represents a great combination of the Heisei version's design and roar 
and the Showa version Space Monster Origins. The plot of this film is quite imaginative and suspenseful as well. He's not sure Mothra has ever taken a licking like he did in this fight with Ghidra and the Cretaceous period and still somehow lived. The twin fairies, known here as the Elias, are also put in far more peril than any other Mothra film, with one turning to the dark side and the other one actually dying, albeit temporarily. Quite heavy-handed for a kid's film. However, perhaps his favorite aspect of the film is its music score. Just as the previous films in this series, the music is powerful and often breathtaking, and the new song, Haura Mothra, is particularly beautiful and haunting. All this said, Mothra 3 has all the makings of a kaiju classic. If only it were available on DVD here in the US. I'm looking at you, TriStar. It might be more popular than it is. There you have it. Thank you guys for uh, submitting your questions, thoughts, and reviews. Mostly just reviews, which was great. Your thoughts, too. Uh, our next Daikaiju discussion uh, is supposed to be the 2006 Camera the Brave, but what ended up happening is... Um, Media Blasters, it was supposed to release that on September 25th, which was this month's film, uh, uh, which it was this month, and this month's film was Gamera the Brave. Uh, and that's that's what pretty much what I decided to do, uh, except I was a little hesitant because Media Blasters has a terrible, terrible record of releasing things on time. Uh, pardon my venom there. I'm just sort of, you know, not too happy with the fact that they can't keep a release date. You know, you're not going to normally hear me like this. Uh, but yeah, so the deal is that um, I I decided to switch September's and October's movies so that September's movie would be uh, Mothra 3 and October would be Gamera the Brave. However, they've gone and screwed that up again. So supposedly it's coming out November 6th. Um, so I'm going to switch it for the last time. So instead of getting Gamera the Brave, we are going to be watching Son of Godzilla, the 1967 film from sorry i'm just making sure it's 67 it is uh the 1967 film from toho and uh if you want to get your thoughts questions and reviews i know that october is a busy month for people because it is um well you know it's halloween if you could get your thoughts questions and reviews in by october 22nd that'll give us plenty of time to sit down and watch son of godzilla record the daikaiju discussion and then record the rest of the episode and post it before actual halloween time that is what i have to say about that uh so again if you want to submit your thoughts questions and reviews to the kaiju cast for son of godzilla we're going to be watching the sony version uh, make sure to send in your thoughts questions and reviews to controller at kaijucast.com before october 22nd United Nations reporter Eric Carter with the news. The world is stunned to discover that prehistoric creatures exist in the 20th century. The armies have been alerted as we wait for more news from Japan. So as you probably know, there's a big bit of information that was released around the middle of the month. Legendary Pictures officially announced that the Godzilla 2014 movie uh, will actually be released in theaters May 16th, 2014. Now, I was just talking about this with my brother, who um, was an old-school Godzilla fan, and I'm hoping to sort of bring him back into the reins, but we were talking about the release of the movie and whether or not I was excited, and the term I consistently use for this is cautiously optimistic. I really would love for them to make a, a really awesome Godzilla movie, but, you know, I'm not holding my breath uh, at the same time, so... 
Uh, that's the information. I'll have a link in the show notes to one of many, 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 many places where you can read the actual uh, statement, but I'm probably just going to link directly to Legendary Pictures uh, news site there. Another bit of news is that Biollante, Godzilla vs. Biollante, is finally coming out on DVD and Blu-ray. Now, there's been a lot of talk about this release. It's coming out from a company called Echo Bridge. They are known for their sort of low-budget multiple release on you know one or two discs kind of anyway they will be releasing Godzilla vs. Biollante on Blu-ray uh apparently on December 4th and uh I'll have a link in the show notes to not just the Toho Kingdom forum thread so you can read some of the comments if you want to but I'll also link it directly to the Amazon order page I've already pre-ordered mine I suggest if you are interested in getting the DVD or the Blu-ray you pre-order yours or get it as soon as it's released, because these companies don't release movies. Um, you know, this isn't the Avengers. We're not talking about something that they're going to sell millions and millions of copies. And I'm pretty sure that they sort of figure out how many they can sell, and then they make a little bit more than that, and then that's pretty much it. They're probably not going to go and redo the the discs afterwards. So uh, I would suggest that if you're into you know, buying Godzilla vs. Biollante on DVD or Blu-ray, which you should be because this is the first time they're available here in the U.S. that you actually get on that pre-order. Speaking of uh, Blu-rays and discs release and stuff like that, so as I mentioned, uh, Media Blasters has delayed the release of Gamera the Brave until November 6th. So I got my fingers crossed that it's going to be released on that date. I've already pre-ordered my copy of that, so hopefully we will be watching a Blu-ray version in November for the Daikaiju discussion of that film. Uh, let's move on to Sci-Fi Japan stuff. Um, as you know, I get a lot of news from Sci-Fi Japan. You should as well. If you're not following Sci-Fi Japan, you really ought to be, uh, especially if you like Godzilla, you like Japanese stuff. They put a lot of information out on those particular genres. Primarily, I want to tell you that uh, Sci-Fi Japan TV has a brand new episode uh, you should check it out. I haven't watched it yet, but you know they've done some really quality programming with Sci-Fi Japan TV, and uh, those guys, Jim and John, over there in Japan, who are technically, you know, they have the Gaijin channel. You should really subscribe to their feed. You, if you're like me, you enjoy cool content that's well produced, and these guys do an amazing job for doing it basically for nothing. So hopefully, if you subscribe to their channel, they can do more with less and uh, continue to bring us the guy jeans, the Americans out there and not just Americans, but the English speaking world. I'll just say uh, more news about the stuff that we love. So go check out the fourth episode that just was posted, I believe last night. And then um, while you're at it, hit subscribe to their channel and, uh, and, and uh, love them forever. In addition to there being a brand new episode of sci-fi Japan TV, they have not one, but two contests. If you watched episode three of uh, of that particular show, you know that they went to an exhibition where the original Godzilla suit actor, Haruo Nakajima, was um, visiting his hometown and they had a special um, museum set up where uh, it had a whole bunch... Of, anyway, I'm, I digress. I, I'm going off the rails. You need to watch it if you didn't watch it, especially because they have a contest going. They're giving away a Chirashi, which is like a... Uh, eight and a half by 11 sort of uh, movie poster that has been signed by Haruo Nakajima. So that contest is going through the beginning of October 
on Sci-Fi Japan. And uh, the instructions are, are all uh, on the site. And I'll link the show notes there as well. Uh, while we're talking about contests on Sci-Fi Japan, they're still running that contest for the Daimajin trilogy from Mill Creek Entertainment. I actually have my copy. It looks pretty good, I have to say. And there are extra features. Still very excited to check all that stuff out when I have the time, you know, when I get a little breathing room. Uh, but at this point, I just got to wait until I can actually do that. The last thing I want to talk about is uh, IDW Comics. It's been a long time since we've actually spoken about the comic series. There's two running right now. There's the ongoing title, which is just Godzilla. And I believe they just released uh, issue five in stores last week, I believe it was. And um, that is interesting because I didn't realize they were releasing both the ongoing and their miniseries issues on the same day of the month. The miniseries, of course, is James Stokoe's Godzilla Half-Century War, which, in my opinion, is totally awesome, and you should be picking it up. And if you're the kind of person that waits for the trades, that's cool. Uh, I'm sure it's going to make an amazing trade paperback when it's finished, a collection, if you will, and it's really just some of the most detailed and amazing artwork I've, I've ever seen. It's, it's got a very manga bend to it, and it's just really super cool, and I hope you're picking those up. But let us move on to local events. On October 5th at Bridge City Comics, starting at 6 p.m., there's going to be a release for Bucko with Jeff Parker and Erica Moen. Uh, another, another thing that's going on here in Portland is a stage production of The Lost Boys called Lost Boys Live. They have a whole bunch of dates uh, all throughout the month, uh, mostly, I think, on the weekends. Uh, these guys are the same, it's the same group that did the Roadhouse musical. So um, I really am interested in checking out Lost Boys Live here in Portland. Uh, and again, you can check the show notes for links to these specific uh, events and, and uh, check out all the cool things that, that we have going on here. If you go to geekportland.com, let's go ahead and move on to the 18th of October. Comics Underground returns to the Jack London Bar. Comics Underground is really cool. It's a local evening of programming uh, all by comic book creators and you know artists are there, writers are there, they showcase their work, they sometimes do live readings of some of their stuff, sometimes they draw on the spot for the group. It's really quite, quite entertaining and um, that's going to be at the Jack London Bar, which is downstairs in the Rialto on the 18th of this month. If you remember us talking about film music and their Gamera versus, let's see, they've done Gamera versus Giron, Gamera versus Berugon, and they just recently did Gamera versus Zegra, which I missed and I'm very sad about. Uh, you'll know that this is the group that puts on the movie in the background, and then they have a live musical accompaniment, and they also have voice actors doing all the, you know, dubbed voices, and then they also have their own Foley, their own Foley artists that do the sound effects. It's really, really cool, and they are going to be doing... Turkish Star Wars again. They did it about a year ago, and uh, we went. And uh, if you don't know what Turkish Star Wars is, you should definitely check it out. It's um, it's crazy. It's weird, and it's uh, it's a uh, it's this movie from Turkey uh, that actually uses footage from Star Wars as like the background, and they're totally ripping it off. It's really quite amazing, and it is very very trippy, and uh, it is a blast to go to, and it's totally cheesy, totally corny, and it's. It's really a lot of fun, and they're they're performing not only the 19th of October, but a few dates towards the end of the month as well. The last local event I want to talk about is the second annual Zombie and Monster Pub Crawl, which is going to be happening on the 20th of October 
It actually starts really early. And I've never been to a pub crawl before, but I'm very excited to join this one. I am going to be dressed as Godzilla. Sort of. Kind of a not uh not super fancy, but I'm gonna be dressed as Godzilla. It's uh it is zombie and monster, so I figured it it works. And I'm also gonna be donating some stuff for the prize packs. I'm gonna be donating some prints and some posters and uh maybe a figure. Who knows? Uh but let me tell you a little bit about this. It basically starts at the um it starts at two o'clock and it goes all through the night. There are there are uh events, there are little parties, there are little uh there's like a little birthday cake that they're going to have. I'm sorry, a big zombie birthday cake that they're going to have. Uh, they're starting at Patty's Bar and Grill, then moving to Kelly's Olympian, then Dante's, then, man, it's just huge. It's this big, giant event that they're they're putting on, and it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're in Portland and you love zombies or love monsters, which hopefully you love monsters if you're listening to this, come on out and check it out and uh, say hi, because I'm going to be there in costume. Just look for Godzilla. Look for the crappy Godzilla costume. That's me. And that's going to do it for local events. Uh, just a couple of housekeeping things. As I said before, our next movie for the Daikaiju discussion is Son of Godzilla. If you want to join in the fun, just make sure you send your thoughts, questions, and reviews to controller at kaijucast.com with the subject of Daikaiju discussion and talk all about that movie to be included in the next uh, Daikaiju discussion. And uh, since we're talking about things that are uh, Kaijucast, specifically Kaijucast related, a lot of you voiced interest in the um, the prints that I have, and I'm very, very excited to finally get those sold and shipped out. I am still looking for a good poster tube um, person. If anybody has any good suggestions, that's good. I'm trying to keep the, the cost of the poster tubes very small so that it doesn't cost you guys more money. The prints are pretty cheap as it, as it is, so I'm just trying to make sure that the shipping cost of a print doesn't exceed the cost of the print itself. Uh, anyway, keep an eye out on the Facebook page. I will be making an announcement about that. If you don't want to get involved with the Facebook page, just send me an email and just mention something about prints in the subject line so that I can easily find it when it is time. Uh, that is pretty much going to do it for us here at the Kaiju Cast for this particular month. Episode 66 of the Kaiju Cast is uh, pretty much coming to a close. If you found us through iTunes or some other podcast directory and you want to experience the full-blown KaijuCast experience, make sure you go to KaijuCast.com in your web browser. Uh, on, this, on the website, we have a list of every single show that we've done, not to mention all of the movies and the schedule for the Daikaiju discussion, which you might notice if you have been before that I have had to rearrange some things because we were not going to have a Godzilla movie for a very long time. And of course, the KaijuCast is on uh, Facebook. We are on Twitter and we're, we're also on Tumblr. So make sure you head over to those social media outlets and uh, see what we do. There's a lot of a lot of stuff goes on specifically with those three. We're going to say goodbye to September the same way we say goodbye every episode. Jamata. Ja, <laughs>